Here now with the news in detail is Brian Jennings. The Minister for Media, Catherine Martin, faced almost three and a half hours of questions from members of the Abraxas Media Committee last night, during which she gave further details surrounding the resignation of the chair of the RT board, Shunni Rahala. It emerged that before the minister appeared on prime time on Thursday night, she wanted to express her disappointment in a letter to Ms Nirahla about being misinformed twice on whether the RT board had approved the exit package for the former Chief Financial Officer Richard Collins. The minister told the Oireachtas Media Committee that Ms Nirahla indicated she might resign if the letter was sent. Our political correspondent Paul Cunningham. Minister Martin provided the media committee with significant detail on the breakdown of her relationship with Shu and Nirahla, although the former chair of the RT board wasn't in attendance. Ms Martin said Ms Nirahla had, not intentionally, given her inaccurate information in two meetings last week regarding board approval of a severance package for the former chief financial officer, Richard Collins. The minister said Ms Nirahla had indicated on Thursday afternoon that she would resign if a critical letter was sent from her department, a position the minister was flabbergasted by. However, Fine Gael Deputy Brendan Griffin said media department officials were told of RT board oversight of exit packages at a sitting of the Public Accounts Committee on the 12th of October. He said a tranche of documents on the same topic were also sent from RT to the department the following month. While Minister Martin contended that the issue had only been addressed in passing at the PAC meeting and was then mentioned in the future tense, Deputy Griffin said the relevant information was with the department and he contended the minister was misled by her officials. In other news, Garthy are treating as suspicious. The discovery of a man's body following a suspected assault at his home in South Dublin yesterday afternoon. The body of the man, who was in his 60s, was found at his apartment near Herberton Park in Rialto. Garthy have begun a criminal investigation. Our crime correspondent, Paul Reynolds. Garthy were called to a flat in a house near Herberton Park in Dublin yesterday afternoon, where the body of a man in his 60s was discovered. The man appears to have sustained a number of serious injuries and died violently. He was pronounced dead at the scene. The scene has been preserved and the Garda Technical Bureau has been carrying out a forensic examination. The State Pathologist Office has been informed and a post-mortem is expected to be carried out later today. Gardaí have commenced a criminal investigation and all the resources of a murder investigation are being deployed. A senior investigating officer and a Garda liaison officer have been appointed. An incident room has been established at Kilmainham Garda Station and Gardaí say they're following a number of lines of inquiry, including the possibility that the man was the victim of a fatal assault. The World Food Programme has said that famine is imminent in northern Gaza, where it says no humanitarian group has been able to distribute aid since last month. The Israeli Deputy Ambassador to the UN, Jonathan Miller, said that only 16% of requests to deliver aid to the territory had been denied and were refused because of the risk that Hamas would seize the shipments. The Deputy Executive Director of the World Food Programme, Carl Skow outlined the scale of the problem. Gaza is seeing the worst level of child malnutrition anywhere in the world. One child in every six under the age of two is acutely malnourished. The World Food Programme is ready to swiftly expand and scale up our operations if there is a ceasefire agreement. In the United States, President Joe Biden and the former President Donald Trump 
both won their party's primary elections in the state of Michigan. But both men faced challenges. In President Biden's case, a significant protest vote against U.S. policy over the war in Gaza. Our Washington correspondent, Sean Whelan. Michigan has the biggest proportion of Arab Americans of any U.S. state. It elected the only Palestinian American in the current Congress. And now voters in the state's Democratic primary have delivered a rebuke to the president's policy on Israel and Gaza. Organisers of the Listen to Michigan campaign had set a target of getting 10,000 people to select uncommitted on their ballot paper instead of Joe Biden. But the final total may breach 100,000 and the protest has spread beyond the Arab community with black and young voters, key to Biden's election win in 2020, expressing revulsion at the war in Gaza. Four years ago, Biden beat Trump in Michigan by just 154,000 votes. This primary result indicates a potential vulnerability for Biden in this year's presidential election, which likely will be decided by fine margins. In the Republican primary, Donald Trump beat Nikki Haley by another big margin, but her continued presence in the race highlights that between a quarter and a third of the Republican Party don't want Trump as their candidate, and that too could affect the arithmetic in Michigan and the other half-dozen or so battleground states that will decide the presidential election in November. Sean Whelan, RTE News, Washington. And now the weather. RTE Radio 1 Weather with Grant. Take home heating efficiency to new levels with Grant's air-to-water heat pump and underfloor heating. Visit grant.ie. It'll be generally cloudy today with outbreaks of rain, persistent at times this morning, but lighter and patchier this afternoon. This evening, more persistent rain in the west will spread eastwards. Highest temperatures will be around 12 degrees.